Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sarah Fisher Talks Connective Parenting. It is brilliant to be back and this is the final episode in series three of the podcast. I can't believe it. So we are going into the summer holidays and we're taking a little bit of a break, but we will be back in September. So I thought this time I've kind of been reflecting on everything we've talked about since January and there is so much stuff. We've looked at different aspects of connective parenting in VR We've thought about creative play with Rebecca Hope. We talked about lockdown because back in January, we were in lockdown and how to get through it with our sanity. We've talked about emotions. We've talked about the brilliant concept of baskets within MVR. We've talked about what to do when our family don't get it and how to work with them. We've looked at schooling as well and the issues that can solve or solve, create even, can solve some, it can create some. We've looked at the Coke bottle effect when our children are masking really during school or holding it together and kind of exploding when they come out. We've looked at what to do when we just don't know what to do. And when we are really struggling, we've looked at how to connect with our children. And that's obviously the theme through the whole of connective parenting is how can we connect with our children in a way that works for them. And we've looked at that from the perspective of technology, of when they're maybe not being as honest as they could be, or lying, depending on your point of view. We've looked at the aspect of announcements as part of MVR. We've talked about trauma. We've talked about unschooling, which I found fascinating uh, with Naomi Fisher. And we've looked at autism as well with Carolyn Morton. All of these different things have really certainly helped me think about how we connect with our child in a way that works for them and that sometimes what we think might be the situation simply isn't. We're seeing it from an adult's perspective. We're seeing it from our perspective of what we think is going on and sometimes that's not the case and we have to remember to or be reminded to speak to them and see if they can help us understand what is going on and I know that's not always easy um, because they might not always know but if we work with them then we can get a different perspective and potentially move things furthermore and I think that's been one of the biggest lessons for me over the last seven and a half years of being a parent is really I knowing that I don't need to come up with all the answers and really learning that the more connected I am to myself the more connected I'm able to be with my son. And that isn't always easy. And doing that work to understand myself, my own triggers, my own beliefs, making sure I'm looking after myself so I'm able to stay as calm as possible is hugely important and hugely empowering. And you know, last week I saw this played back to myself. So my son and I went trampolining in a cave, which sounds really exciting. And it was until I stepped on the trampoline and realized I could see the people bouncing on the trampolines below me. And I'll be honest, that completely freaked me out. I was petrified. And on one level, I knew I was completely safe. Of course it was. You know, there were lots of people there. It was completely safe. But my body instinctively did not feel safe. And it took me nearly the whole hour that we were there until I started to think, oh, actually, I'm okay. I can do bits of this. And I managed bits of it at times, but I really had to fight with the inner um, voices in my head and and that feeling of fear 
and kept saying to myself, you know, it's going to be okay, it's okay, it's okay, you're safe. But the overriding fear of no, I'm not was so powerful. And it was an amazing reminder that actually for some of our children, those fears are completely overwhelming, or even for some of us as adults. And when that strikes, telling them to do something different or telling them it's going to be okay just isn't going to work because on a bodily level, they don't understand it and they can't feel it. And, you know, I was really proud of my son who was saying, come on, mum, it's okay. Take my hand. It'll be all right. Let's go this way. Walk like this, do this. I'm really trying. But he was struggling to understand why I was so scared. And I thought that really was a kind of tables turned moment because sometimes I don't understand why he's behaving in the way he is, but something's triggered in his body. And just having gone through that myself of that being totally triggered within my own body and not being able to manage it was a real reminder um, of the situation and what is going on. So sometimes we need those memories to help us understand situations and to help us think about where we are and what's happening and what's happening for our child. Um, Not that I want to go through that again, I'll be honest. (laughs) I won't be going trampolining in a cave anytime soon. Um, But at one level, it was good fun. And certainly my son enjoyed it, which is the most important part. But I think for me, the reason I share this is because we're all learning all the time. We are all learning about ourselves, learning about our children, learning about emotions and intelligence and how the body works and neuroscience. We're we're all learning about it all of the time. And to think that you, I don't know, don't know something, that you should know something, that you're not good enough just isn't the case. My kind of, my real feeling over the last week has been, I'm constantly learning I'm constantly being reminded of things or seeing things in a different way. And the more I keep my mind open to different ideas, different thoughts, different understandings, learning more, the more I can help myself, the more I can help my son, and the more hopefully I can share that knowledge and and help others. And, you know, when I'm working with parents, we're all learning all of the time because we're all changing all of the time and our environments are changing, which changes us. And all of those things and just being as open to that as we possibly can do and helping our children be open to that as well, I think is the biggest gift we can give ourselves and our children. Um, Well, maybe not the biggest gift, one of the biggest gifts. So as we move into the summer holidays, which I know is a time of stress for many, my thoughts are just, you know, focus on connection, focus on raising presence. It's very easy, I know, to let our presence drop in the summer holidays because we suddenly think we're with them all the time. And we've obviously had that a lot over the last 16 months as we've gone through the pandemic. And it can be easy to think we're with them when we're not. So over the holidays, stay connected with them with them, and with yourselves. Fit in that self-care, even if it is two minutes of breathing at bedtime or reading a page of your book or all going out for a walk and, I don't know, enjoying the sunshine together. Whatever it is, make sure you are topping up your tank as you go. And if you need to kind of, you know, diarise it in and your partner diarise it in so you've both got time off, absolutely do that. If ad hoc works for you, fantastic, do it. Um, I just know that sometimes if I'm kind of very ad hoc with things like my self-care, it doesn't happen for weeks on end and I don't realise it hasn't happened. Um, So I need to diarise it, but everybody is different. 
and how structured your holiday needs to be, again, is totally down to what your family needs. There is no right or wrong. You know, if you are being encouraged to go on a big, I don't know, family camping holiday with lots of friends and, you know, it's going to be a big event and everything like that. And you're thinking, oh, not sure that's right. Not sure we'll manage that. Say no, you know, because don't feel you need to do something because everybody else's kids will be able to do it. And I get that sometimes we want to do it because that's the family life we dreamt of. But sometimes we need to take a step back and go, actually, what can my child cope with? You know, what can they manage now? Therefore, we're doing that. It doesn't mean they won't be able to manage that in, you know, weeks, months, years to come. But right now, if they can't manage it, take a step back and do what they can manage and all enjoy it. Because if you try and do something that none of you are in the right mindset for, it's not going to work and it's going to cause you all lots of stress. So as we go into the summer, as I said, connection with yourself, connection with your children, lots of presence and do what works for you and your family. And and take it from there and see how you go. Um, take each day as it comes and try not to worry too much about what's going to happen tomorrow. Live in today and it will move forward. We've got our uh, structure up on the wall for the holidays. We're, I don't know, about three, four weeks in. I've lost count, to be honest. Um, and it's going okay so far, but that doesn't mean it's not tricky, particularly when it's really warm like this, because often our patience does get a little bit less because it's really warm. So we need to just be really aware of those kind of things and thinking about that and, you know, remembering that if we are very stressed, our children will pick up on that. So the more we can look after ourselves, and I know I'm saying it several times, but that's because it's really important. The more we can look after ourselves, the more we can be present in the moment, the more we're helping ourselves, the more we're helping our children, and the more likely it is to be a slightly calmer environment than a really stressful environment. So have a lovely summer. That is all from me this week and this season. And I am really looking forward to being back in September. Thank you all so much for the lovely comments about the podcast episodes, for your feedback. I really, really do appreciate it. If you know anybody who you think would benefit from listening to the podcast, do share it with them. Um, do write a review, do whatever you want to do, subscribe so that the episodes drop in. Um, and we can help lots and lots of families and share thoughts and ideas and hopefully help as many people as we possibly can do. So that is all from me for this week. And I really look forward to seeing you in September. If you do need any help or support over the summer, come and jump in the free Facebook group, Connected Parenting Using MVR. I will be uh, still in there over the summer and sharing ideas and thoughts. And there'll be new blogs popping up on the website and that kind of thing. So there's still lots and lots of free resources for you, just not podcast episodes. Uh, but we will see you back in September. Have a lovely summer, everybody. Bye. And we've looked at autism as well with Carolyn Morton.